Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, hey, this is your girl T, your host for this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Today... Our episode is called Staying Purposely Fit, and we have the perfect person on this episode today by the name of Tasha Turnbull. Tasha Turnbull is an author, she's a speaker, and she's also an award-winning fitness entrepreneur. She has been featured on Good Morning Washington, Sister Circle Live, Strong Fitness Magazine, and many, many more. She is all about helping people improve their quality of life. I introduce to you Tasha Turnbull. Hey, Tasha. Hey, T. Thank you so much for having me on. It is appreciated. Yes, I am super, super excited to have you on here today. You are actually my first guest for the year, and I cannot explain how excited I am about this. All right, now let's get it going. Let's get it going. Yes, yes, yes. But of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. So Mm -hmm. I want to know, what is your definition of purpose? Definition of purpose is doing what you should be doing, what you ought to be doing with your life. And when I say that, um, I guess in simple terms, there are a, a number of people who are doing something, but they know that they should be doing something else. They should be living, doing something else. They should be working, doing something else. But for whatever reason, There is like 14 islands, a barricade, a wall. There there is a a huge moat. Like it's just like a huge barrier between where they should be and where they currently are in 2019. And, And when we talk about our purpose, that means that you are doing something to get over those obstacles to get to your final destination. And when you are at your final destination, you are actually in your purpose. Yes, I love that. I think that's really good, Tasha. I like that one. (laughs) (laughs) I really, really like that. But that's completely true. Like finding your purpose really takes time. I literally was texting a girlfriend of mine this morning and she was like, T, I think you really have settled in your purpose and I'm like look I'm over 30 and look how long it took Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like I mean Mm -hmm. you just never know it doesn't come to you sometimes when you're young it sometimes comes to you when you're older so you just have to be ready and motivated and you have to keep yourself active to know and keep like you said going over these um, obstacles and these hurdles in life because they actually make you who you are today right totally totally so if you have to spend time, extra time, um, awkward time, uncomfortable time, it's all okay because you're in the end, the end result is better than the short-term gratification or just existing 
or living someone else's life where we find purpose is where we, you know, where we're supposed to reside. Um, so take what time you need whenever, and there's no right or wrong and there's no, you know, well, I reached 35. So, right. you know, that's, you know, unfortunately there is, you know, there's nothing left. Uh, actually there's not there, there is, there, there's, there's plenty mm-hmm. more living that needs to take place and true living. So do what, do what you have to do, no matter the time. I can give plenty of examples of people who, you know, didn't find their purpose until, you know, later in life, but that, that it doesn't matter. It's more so that they're actually living with doing what they're supposed to do. That's right. So how did you actually, I guess, stumble across your life's true purpose? I came across it because I went through um, a a journey on my own um, and it was a weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. And because I decided enough was enough, I found out that I, that I was called, uh, you know, what, what my purpose was because I didn't know what my purpose was at first. Cause I feel like some people, they know what they're supposed to be doing, but they don't know how to get there or it's tough or hard. Me, right. I had no clue. And it was because I was so down on myself because I had such low self-esteem. I was very much an introvert, not speaking up for myself and I was overweight and I criticized myself very very deeply because I was overweight and through a number of different trials and tribulations I came to the fact that you know even though I'm a size 18 and I did not like how I look and everything I got to the point where I need to do something about it and I'm the only person on this earth Mm -hmm. who is going to be able to help me change my life around that's right so, and I have family who love me. I have friends, but that didn't matter. It's more so about, I'm going to have to help myself because some people cannot help you the specific direct way that you need to be helped. Okay. Right. So like, so I'm, a, I own a fitness studio. I, I do training. I exercise. I work out with people and, you know, there are a number of different, you know, ex- people showing exercises on TV or on social media. It's a number of different weight loss apps that you can try. Mm-hmm. But just because 1 million people ha- are on Weight Watchers doesn't mean Weight Watchers is specifically going to help for, for you. That's and right. I- but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't lose weight if that's going to improve your health, improve how you feel about yourself, you know? So... I had to come up with the unique strategy to help myself because I was just existing. See, I was just not living. I did not like how I looked. I was not comfortable with who I was, uh, clothes not fitting well, or just wearing Mm. baggy sweats all the time to try to hide my size. Like, people (laughs) couldn't see what size I was. Okay. (laughs) So, So I, you know you know, kind of after being sick and tired and sick and tired and try and, and having to start over 50 limb times, I, you know, I was like, Tasha, you're really going to have to buckle down, breathe and put in effort into yourself. And when I got to the point, like, I'm going to do this on my own. 
and I'm tired of, you know, not living. I took off. I hit the ground running and I haven't looked back since then. But, you know, for every single person, it gets to a certain point. And, Mm -hmm. you know, my, you know, my point was that I don't like this life. I don't like the life at all. And if I don't do something, I'm going to be 300 pounds before I turn 30. If I, you know, don't do something, you know, my health was deteriorating. I had high blood pressure. I had low back pain. And I'm like, I'm too young for this. Um, And so I was like, I have got to change my life around or I'm going to sink. Like I'm in this boat by myself. Mm -hmm. It's holes all in the boat. And I am the only one on here. So, (laughs) you know, I'm sinking. I'm drowning. And it's just me. What what you going to do? Are you going to start pedaling? Are you going to start swimming? Are you going to start moving your arms? You going to start moving your legs? Like, what are you going to, you going to stop complaining? You know, you going to stop being in your head? Are you going to scream, breathe and, you know, take off? So that's what I did T and in changing my life and, you know, ended up losing a hundred pounds. Wow. Throughout this journey, I found out that I like working out. I like lifting weights. I love the feeling of uh, overcoming something four days a week. Right. I love that power. And it gave me confidence. It gave me confidence, physical strength, mental strength. And it, it provided an, uh, an, an ability in me. Like I felt like I was just, I, didn't, I was not capable of just going to school and doing well in school. But it gave me something to look forward to and more belief in myself. Right. And when I recognized the power that came from transforming your, your body, transforming your mind, I recognized that I like doing this and like, help, like helping other people because I recognize so many people struggle with overcoming weight, struggle with staying consistent on their weight loss journey. And I was like, shoot, if I can do this, I know other people can do it. I like talking to people about exercise and uh-huh. people are coming up to me and asking me, um, you know, do you work out? What do you, you know, how did you do that? What do you do in the gym? Um, what do you eat? Um, you know, where should I go to get these foods? How do I cook? You know, and when I started to notice that I was talking to people for hours about this, then mm-hmm. I started to figure out, hmm, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. And I then I just got immersed in trying to figure out every single thing about the fitness industry and how I can make an impact and how I could make money off of it so I could pay my bills and right. live and help other people along the way. So my purpose came from pain. Once mm. I felt that I was in pain and I wanted to try to heal myself, I wanted to heal other people along the way and pay, make money off of it and, and, and do it for myself. Um, right. And when I say for myself, I mean like as a business owner. So Gotcha. That is really, really good because a lot of people don't understand you have to go through a lot of pain to mm-hmm. fulfill your purpose. Mm-hmm. Very, 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 very true. Like if it's just, um, and I think that helps with you wanting to stick with it during the tough times. 
Exactly. Because even though we're fulfilling our purpose, it doesn't mean like it's all easy. It just means that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in life. Um, and you get fulfillment out of it, but that doesn't mean there are highs and lows. Um, so it's important that you have a huge uh, a background, a history attached to fulfilling your purpose so that you can stick with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So even during your fitness um, journey, what do you think was your biggest challenge in order to get where you are today? Hmm. I think my biggest challenge in terms of like, in terms of business or just weight loss, either or is fine. Okay. So, excuse me, with the weight loss, I would say, well, one, I was losing weight before there was social media. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Okay. So all of you all who are struggling, it's hard either way. And I'll get to how it's hard now. But at that time period, you could look at before and after pictures, get food tips, exercise tips, the palm of your hand, 29 hours a day. You have no groups that you could check in on. And, you know, like there, there wasn't any of that. And then, you know, I'm a black woman and, you know, I, there, there weren't a lot of black women that I could turn on the TV that exercise and be like, Hmm, you know, I can't do that. Or, you know, that doesn't look so bad. Like there wasn't a lot of that. We had one person, her name was Donna Richardson, Joyner, Donna Richardson, uh, buns of steel. Um, you know, and then that was it. Um, and so if I wanted to have a connection to somebody who looked like me, there is no connection. So I still had to look inside myself to say, Tasha, we still will need to do this because your health is deteriorating and you don't like how you look. You wake up and you look down every morning at your legs, see if they miraculously got smaller magically. Um, wow. You know, so what are you going to do? So the the, the thing was, I was a very determined person. I turned, became very, very, very determined. And mm-hmm. what happens is when you get in a zone and you, you get some sort of relief, like some, even if it's just like a 10th of it, I, I hold on to that. Like, like there's nobody, nobody's business. So I got in this serious zone and I talk about this in my book, The Last 10 Pounds. It talks about my whole journey towards losing 100 pounds. But right. see, I talk about how it didn't matter what was going on. Okay, the world could have been crumbling. But I was going to make it to the gym. I was going to find a way to work out. I was going to find a way to eat healthy, even if we were going to the most greasiest spot <laughs> in, you know, in the world. But, you right. know, I... I decided to take control over my life and I didn't let life control me. So we have a lot of people now food controls their life. Right. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I created a product, you know, a a nutritional plan to help people to get back control over their food. But when I, when, when I decided like I am going to control the boat, because remember I was just existing for a long time. So exactly. when I decided I'm going to control the boat, that's when I knew, okay, Tosh, you fin- you on to something. 
you are on to something because remember I've lost weight several times. I mean, I've tried to lose weight in the past several times and I failed this mm. time around something changed and you mean to tell me I'm gonna let this go? Uh, no. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and so I don't care if somebody told me I look good or it looks like I'm losing weight. All right. That's great. It's not about them. It's about me because sometimes people get real tricked up. They start thinking they extra cute because they didn't lost eight, nine pounds. Yeah. Three people done told the coworkers and told them something. And they little friend and told them that they look cute. And so next thing you know, you start believing that. And then you start allowing yourself, you know, these, you know, indulgences. What would you indulge you for, Tasha? What you indulge you for? Mm. We don't indulge. You know, I stopped indulging for um, when I started to make, when I made progress. That's not enough. No. I was looking for a purpose. So I need to keep with it. So I... That, that's when I knew I was like in the zone T when it didn't matter what was going on, what mm -hmm. progress I made. I'm still going further because I want to see what it feels like to live, not to get a touch of list, touch of living. No, I wanted real, you know, real living. And then, you know, in terms of with the business, I think when I knew that, you know, this is something like long lasting is when, you know, so clients might come and go because their agreement might be finishing. And sometimes a lot of people can leave at, uh, at one time. And yeah. I was like, well, OMG, well, what's going to happen to the business? And then, you know, two days later, other people contact me for training. Wow. And so this is, you know, this is early on because I've been training for 10 years. Oh, wow. You know, so this is my 10th year in business. I started in 2009. And so when I started to notice that I'm doing what I like and then people fall, but then, you know, five people might leave, but then three people will come on. I'm like, huh, there's, some, there's something to it. I can stick with this. I can make this happen. And I can make up the difference until other people come. And that just keeps happening. It just kept happening. And so I'm like, no, I'm actually doing what I'm supposed to do. Like it's, it's still working. It's still moving and I'm still improving. And it's just continued to do that. It's just continued to expand for 10 years. So I'm like, just don't give up. Um, as long as you stick with the process, whether it's, you know, whatever goal it is you're trying to achieve, career, personal, fitness, you need to stick with that process. Yes. And you, you, you don't know what could happen once you stick with it, you know? That is the truth. Stick to it. Stick to it. You just have to. Because mm -hmm. you just never know what the end result is going to be. You don't. You don't. So that's why I, that's why I always tell people, if they can, to fall in love with the process. Because the process... There is still benefits to it, structure, guidance, you know, that alleviates anxiety, worry, because you know what you're supposed to be doing. Right. And when you don't, when you revert back, one, it's not something, but there's still an unknown. I um, mean, like a day-to-day, -day, I know, like, what do I need to do? Where do I need? So that's with food. Like, you just can't wing it. And try to be successful. Right. You, you, you can't. Plus, you know this because you failed 88 times in the past. Exactly.
Okay. So let's have a process and who knows, I, I want, I want, I'm okay with the possibility of the unknown because I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I'm fulfilling my purpose, you know, in the meantime. So I know that something good has to happen. And then there's still other benefits that are coming. Um, you're doing something that you love and you might not have lost 50 pounds, but your clothes fit better. You have more energy. You have more confidence. Um, no, you stick with it. And let's see what that unknown, the unknown possibilities are. Yes, that is really good advice. But I want to know, what is your secret to balancing your personal life and your business life? Okay, so I don't have balance. Okay, T, let me let me go ahead and tell you that real, <laughs> real right right now. Let me go ahead and stop it. Um, there isn't balance. I don't look for balance. Um, I look to check the things off the list that I need to check off the list. And that could be personal stuff, spending time with family and friends and knocking my career goals out the list too, off the list too. Um, And one day might be more focused on something. And then another day might be focused on something else, but these are all planned. They're all prioritized. Um, but I don't look for there to be balance because I can't be achieve 50 per, 50% done of this and 50% done of that. Like, right. What we supposed to wait until 2022 to finish everything at one time? Like, no, mm-hmm. um, we, we, I want progress. I want success for 2019 and 2020 and 2021. So, I need, there's an ebb and flow um, that takes place from day to day. Certain things get priority. Um, and then the next day, certain thing, you know, something else might, or for this week, something might get priority. Um, right. And you have to be able to take care of yourself along the way all day long. So I don't neglect taking care of myself, but certain things will get pushed to the back burner because something else is of, is, uh, I've deemed of a higher priority um, at this time. So I don't necessarily, I'm not one where people be like work-life balance. I I don't think that that's possible, but you need to recognize when you're sinking in an area and how it's affecting you, or it might be affecting someone else you might care about, you know? Yes. So you need to take heed to that. You don't need to be like, well, looks like something over there is burning up in flames. You know, you, that might mean- your, 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 your strategy is off. So you need to work better. You might need to work smarter. Okay. Um, and not just work longer. You need to work smarter, but I don't look for balance. I look for uh, achievement. Um, so I need to be much better with my time so that I can get more stuff done. Um, work related and personal related. Awesome. So I heard you speak of um, basically like self-care. So what are some ways you practice self-care and self-love? Because I know we have to learn how to love on ourselves and treat our mind, our body, and our spirit with goodness. Very. It's true because we are, we're not going to be successful in the long term if you don't take care of yourself in the short term. Right. So 
burnout is real. Okay. Yes, and everybody's yes, burnout is. level is different. There isn't like you can look at yourself like, oh, well, this person, they did all this this time. So I need to get there and then I'll take a break. Uh, nah. Okay. You can't compare yourself to other people when it comes to self-care because you're the one that's living through this. Not, not, not anyone else. You the one that's waking up tired, lethargic, um, you know, stress is crazy, gaining weight because of X, Y, and Z, starving yourself. Yeah. And like, like those things do not help you. So I am all about self-care. And of course, I feel like I could be better at it too. But exercise is a form of self-care for me at this point. Now, I like to maintain, I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm just trying to maintain my weight. Okay. Okay. But exercise is not a chore to me. Mm. Okay. So I've gotten to that type of level. Exercise is a way, uh, is, is a part of my lifestyle. So that means, T, that I'm going to find a way to exercise while I'm on vacation. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> Say what? I said, how about that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I don't need to take off, quote unquote, from exercising because I'm on vacation. It's not a chore to me. Right. It's a part of my lifestyle. So I encourage people, what is a part of your what you like to do, you need to find a way to make that happen on a weekly basis. I don't know. And some stuff can be monthly or for the year, like, you know, vacations, Mm -hmm. like you do need to take a vacation, but short term, like I take care of myself. Um, and I make sure to take care of my hair. I sweat a lot. So I make sure to take care of that on a weekly basis. Um, I take care of my skin because I sweat a lot and I'm getting older and makeup isn't something that's going to help the, your face. Like I'm looking to help with my skin um, because I speak a lot, I talk a lot and I want to put my best quote face forward. Mm -hmm. So I make sure to take care of that. I get massages um, because I work out a lot and they feel good, okay? I like to take moments. um, And so people might meditate or people might talk, you know, stop in the middle of the day, talk to a friend, phone a friend, um, or they might meet up with someone um, just to just to shoot the breeze. But whatever you need as a release, then you need to take that because the that team no sleep that that's for the birds. Okay. I don't know whoever came up with that before. Oh, I've been grinding. I've been on my grind, you know, seven days a week just to get us out. Like, eh, no, not if you don't want to look crazy or, you know, treat people, you know, you, you, you don't have any sleep. So you are irritable. Like you can't function well. Like what's, what's the benefit? So exactly, you, you have to, make sure you take care of self-care. And I know it's very trendy now and it's a good trend that you need to perform because nobody is going to feel bad for you if you burn out and you stop your business or if you stop your goals because it's only affecting you, okay? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that is the truth. That is the They might feel sorry for you once, like, oh man, that sucks. And then they're going to go about their life. So you need to take care of yourself. Just saying, just saying.
<laughs> yeah, that was definitely good advice for, um, you know, self-care and self-love. Do you have a resource that you use every day in your life or in your business that you cannot live without? So I would just say my planner. Okay. I And I have a tangible planner. I know people use their phones and stuff a lot, but I am analog when it comes to that. I need to write it out. And I talk about that in my book, The Last 10 Pounds, how I need to write something. I feel more committed when I write something out. And then I, I feel like, I did something great when I can cross something off the list with yeah. my pen. Okay. When you put a little yeah. line through that task, like it's like, okay, I didn't did something. I achieved something. So yeah. I, I'm all about structure. I'm a planner. I'm, and I, I, I can have spont spontaneous uh, moments for sure, but no, I like to plan stuff out. So my planner goes with me everywhere. Even if I don't take it out of the car, then I, I, I bring it with me because something might come up and I'm like, hey, I need to get this done by the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so that's the um, the one thing I would say. And so I don't know if you know um, My Leak Teal. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, her My Tachu um, journal, that more so functions as a planner for me. Um, gotcha. And so I've been using those for the past few years. Um, and before that, I had uh, just planners um, that, that I would use. And then the other thing is water. And I know it's cliche. Everybody's like, you need to drink water. No, but it's really, really, really something to it. Um, why you might be so thirsty or why you're not losing weight or why you are so achy or, yeah. um, you know, why you don't have a clear head. Um, you know, it's you're the first, first thing, one of the first things people ask me, you know, well, if I'm not losing weight, I think I'm doing everything. The first thing I ask them to do is check their water intake. Um, yeah. So you're always, I'm always have water by me. Okay. It's like my BFF, my planner yeah. and I have water. So those are two things I would say. Yes. I love a good planner. Like mm -hmm. I literally, I have one for business stuff. I have one for personal stuff. Yeah. I love the happy planner. The happy planner saves my life every uh -huh, time. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I love it. Yes. But like you said, it feels great when you can put things down on paper and be able to, you know, put that X marks spot. Oh, yes. I'm done. <laughs> I completed this, you know. Yes. It, it, it works out so much better. Like, I know a lot of people who do a lot of digital stuff. Now, I don't mind some digital, but I right. love to be able to write things down. Right. Yeah. And I can put some things in my notes section of my phone. Like, yeah. I will. Um, but like, to do to list to do to do yeah no I that goes in my planner and I review it every night before I go to bed um to see what I achieved and what I didn't and what needs to get started for the next day and so right. I write in it Saturdays I write in it Sundays like it's not a Monday through Friday thing it's it's a it's a working planner for my life Yes. Can you tell some of our listeners about your book, The Last 10 Pounds, and maybe what made you, you know, write the book? Yeah. So the book is called The Last 10 Pounds, How the Last 10 Helped Me to Lose 100 Pounds. It's available on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. And I wrote it because I felt like I needed to get down on paper my journey. So, you know, I've been speaking a lot over the years about my weight loss journey and, you know, people follow me, but people don't know 
everything that happened. So it doesn't just talk, catch up with me a few years ago. It starts from when I was a child because I was overweight for all of my life. So I lost the weight, I would say, uh, my early 20s. Okay. Um, so it talks about how I felt and what I went through prior to losing weight. And then it takes you through the entire journey of me losing all the weight and then what happened at the end to lose the last 10 pounds. And so mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, on social media or commercials, they'll show the before, before and after picture and it'll be a caption and it'll make talk about a moment in time or, you know, something to consider when you're losing weight or what happened to them. But nobody talks about that transition. Mm. Okay. That they, they show the A and the B, but what about, a1 and A2. Yes, A3. yes. You know, people need to know that. What I did Saturday morning, what I did Sunday night, what I did Wednesday during the day. What was my strategy, my thought process, my strengths, my weaknesses, and what helped me to keep on going um, and what helped me to stay consistent? Um, that is what you get in the book, The Last 10 Pounds. I needed to write it down because I feel like there was just a gap in what was being presented about this whole journey. People still think it's easy or, you know, that it, it's something light. No, it's something that took me two years, but I've been maintaining it for 15 years. Wow. So do you want to put in the year to continue to living better for the years to come? Or do you want to gripe about the fact that you had to put in, oh, a year, 12 months? Like, no, this is 12 months for you. So I talk about the whole transition and then what I did to lose those last 10 pounds. Um, And I talk about, you know, how I back backslid, you know, before I lost the last 10 pounds because I was (laughs) like upset that I had to change up what I did at the end because what I did to lose weight at the end is not the same thing that I did when I first started losing weight, you know, you get older, uh, okay. yeah. you know, your schedule changes, your lifestyle changes. So you still, but I, I still have these goals. So I had to talk about what I did to lose those last 10 pounds. And I talk about, so you, you get tips throughout that. And then at the end, I talk about what people can do to lose their last 10 pounds. And the last 10 is not just, just saying it's the last 10 pounds, but it's a metaphor for people who can want, to succeed even though they've tried umpteen times in the past and they failed. And I'm like, I want you to stick with it this time. Try again, you know? That is good. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to get me a copy of this book. You said it's on Amazon, right? Yep, it's on Amazon.com. And check out, check out all the reviews. Um, great, great, great feedback. Um you will not regret it at all. I wrote everything, let everything out and let people know where I was and, you know, using my pain to help you to transition in 2019. Yes. So do you have any upcoming events or projects in the making that our listeners need to look out for? Well, I will say I created a, a, what is called the T2 Ultimate Nutrition Starter Plan. And it's something that can be downloaded from my site. And what it is, is I felt that people have difficulty with being consistent with the eating. And part of that is because people don't have a strong foundation with how they approach food. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Their relationship with food is not a good one. And in order to transform the body, our food is going to dictate what our bodies end up looking like. Yes. Okay. So the strength training, which I, I'm not just a fan of cardio strength training and resistance training that helps to give shape and definition to the body. But our food is going to be the ultimate determining factor on what our bodies look like. And that's what people struggle with. So I am not for like you saying, oh, well, I'm just going to cut out fried foods. I'm going to work out three times a week and drink water. Right. Like, you know, that is those are good things. But that's not a comprehensive look on how you are going to. Uh, deal with food on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis. You need to have a foundation, a strategy with, with which how we approach food. And so the T2 Ultimate Nutritional Starter Plan really helps you understand that psychology part about the food because food is emotional, you know? Yes, it's an, yes it is. We, it, it is an emotional attachment that some people have. And in order to lose weight and be successful, we have to release that emotion and you need to understand how to be able to do that. And on a consistent basis, we talk about that. And besides the fact we talk about meal prepping and planning, that's very important and how to not spend a whole lot of hours doing it, how to create variety um, in your meals, how to eat healthy when dining out um, Mm -hmm. and how to stay consistent with it. it, it, it's a grocery list um, it, in it, and it, it, it's very, very comprehensive. It's not just about you can't eat this, but you need to eat this. Like, no, there's a whole psychology part that people are missing, and why people keep starting over and stopping. Well, this yeah. with this, now you have, after people complete it, you now know how you approach food, regardless if you go into McDonald's, Wawa, or Ruth Chris. So, it. it that is something that people who have been, ooh, they've been getting so much. Um, uh, it's very been eye opening for people, and then help with support with that. There's a private Facebook group associated with it, and so it's a video that comes that you can download to your computer, and then there's also an ebook that comes with that. Um, and I highly recommend that for people who have been having difficulty in staying consistent along their food journey, like people who keep starting over on Monday, you know, gotcha. so, so, um, and I also do online personal training. So that is, um, something if people are interested in, they can shoot, uh, contact me about that. Um, also I do, um, I have a, what's called the goal seekers 5k race. That'll be June 1st. Um, awesome. and that's in Virginia, um, where I am. And the, the premise behind it is that I want people to run for their goals. So on the race bib, people have to write in what goal they're looking to achieve for the year. So it can be career goal. It can be a fitness goal, personal goal, whatever. But I'm all about people remembering that your goals are important, regardless of what's going on around you. So it's a 5K run walk and people can do that virtually. So we always have a number of virtual uh, uh, participants who they complete their 5k run or walk and they send us a picture with it. And then you get your t-shirt and medal, um, in the mail, um, as well. 
Um, so we always have about 50 people outside of Virginia Beach because that's where it is. Okay. Um, Virginia Wesleyan University, that's where it, take, it takes place. But we always have people from around the country running and walking with us. So if you want to get uh, started with it, please uh, contact me about that as well. That's some awesomeness. We usually have about 500 people out there that day. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That's a big event. It's, yes, it's it a big is. One. Yeah. Um, and so that's pretty much it. And like I'm on social media um, on Instagram, T2 underscore Tasha. That's the letter T is in Tom, the number two underscore Tasha. I post motivational tips, strategies to help you change your perspective about how to live a healthy life despite having a busy schedule all the time. I'm also on Facebook, Tasha Turnbull, doing this same thing because I'm leading my purpose. Like there is stuff that you can purchase. And then there's also always free content. Um, because I'm just walking in my purpose, doing what I'm supposed to do. Exactly. So, you know? Exactly. So before we leave today, is there anything else you would like to, you know, say to our listeners that you feel would be a valuable tool in bossing up? Yeah. Um, I need you to be more resilient. I need you to stop complaining and stop harping on what happened in 2018 because you tried before and it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. Okay, so you saw you you got in a group for like two weeks and then something happened to you and then you fell off. Like, I can't heart, I, I, I need you to get that out of your head and I need you to try again for yourself in 2019, starting with the next meal you have, starting with your next day to being more active, starting with telling yourself that you love yourself and that you deserve better than what's currently going on right now at this moment in your life. You need to get out of your little feelings and I need <laughs> you to, to 2.0 yourself. I need you to 2.0. Like we all should win. We all should do better. Even if you're killing it, I need you to kill it even more. So I want you to step it up and I want you to stick with it longer than what you stuck with it um, in 2018. Stick with it longer, no matter what. Let's see what happens. Yes, Tasha. Yes, yes, yes. I loved every bit of everything that you said today. I want to thank everyone for tuning in on this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Tasha, you have a wonderful day and everyone keep bossing up with purpose. Ain't nothing to it. Real one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose. <laughs>